Hello, everyone. I would like to welcome you to a Woman Broken, a Woman Healed podcast. I am your host, Phyllis Knight. Tonight is our very first podcast, and I'm excited to bring topics and discussions that will bring healing and restoration to everyone from the various topics we will be discussing. A Woman Broken, a Woman Healed podcast will be airing monthly until I'm dead to increase the podcast. So I hope and pray you are uplifted and encouraged on tonight. I have a very special guest tonight, all the way from middle Georgia. (laughs) She happens to be a very close friend of mine. I've known her for over 25 years. She's a married mother of four, a grandmother of nine grandsons and three great grandchildren. She is a devoted uh, and strong woman of God with a strong relationship with the Lord. And I'd like to introduce her to you tonight. As we, did this, as we discussed the topic, I do not consent. Her name is Geraldine Benson. We will dive into the subject matter of childhood molestation and sexual abuse. Child sexual abuse is a crime that happens across race, religion, and class and has a lifetime effects. It includes any interaction between child and adult or another child in which the child is used for the sexual stimulation of the predator or observer. So I'd like to give uh, Ms. Denson an opportunity to share some of her experiences that has happened to her as a child experiencing um, child molestation. So um, I'm gonna give her an opportunity to share her experience. Good evening, everyone. I'm just thankful for the opportunity to share with you tonight. I um, I really didn't know where I was going to start. I've been praying. I really didn't know where to start, and I thought about it. I said, you know, I was very, very young when I was molested, and as a matter of fact, I remember it very, very well. I was about seven when it happened, and I, I knew the person that molested me. You know, it's always someone you know. And I, and I trusted them. I trusted them and I loved them, but they apparently didn't have the same feelings towards me. And I remember my mother would go to the grocery store and when she would go to the grocery store, that's when it would happen. And I I just can remember this person just taking me by my hand and leading me all the way up the steps. Cause where we lived in, we lived in a home, it was three stories. And I remember him taking me all the way up to the, third floor and laying me down on the floor and and just he would just take advantage of me but the thing is I I didn't really know what was happening to me I I, I didn't know what to know I didn't didn't know what to say I didn't know what to do and it was a horrible horrible feeling and the worst part of it is I didn't even know how to tell my mother I didn't even know how to form it into words and so what I did I pretty much would block it out of my head and from the pain, I would just go numb, just just be numb from the pain of what he was doing to me because I was just a child. My body wasn't even developed, you know, and it was it was horrible. And I, I would just push it out of my head and I wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't think about it. And I, I and when I got older, when I got older, uh, I was carrying one of my, my children. And for some reason, I was visiting my sister. And I don't know what happened. It was like something just burst in me. 
And I just started crying. I broke down and I cried. And I told my sister what happened to me. Well, at this time, I'm a grown woman having my own child. And I told my sister what had happened to me. And she was the first person that I ever told that I had been sexually molested and told her who did it to me. You know, and I carried that for a long, long time. And it really, really affected me in a lot of ways, but I was able to block it out. For some reason, I would just block it out of my head and, and I, went, I, I just didn't want to think about it. And when the Lord saved me and blessed me and gave me such a wonderful husband that was so gentle and so kind and never, you know, made me think of any of those things that happened to me. And I, I used to attend this uh, prayer now, I'm wanting altar. We would attend prayer. Just all ladies with their young children. And I never shared it with anyone but my sister. And this one girl came in to say, because her uncle had sexually molested her. And I and her, she was crying. Her mother brought her to the altar so we can pray for her. And I, I was sitting there and the Lord said, you have a key. You have the key. I said, no, Lord, I can't say anything. Because if I say anything, everybody's going to know what happened to me. Well, make up, to make a long story short, I stood. And I shared my testimony with this girl, how I was sexually molested and I had no one to help me and how blessed she was to have her mother to help her and to bring her to the altar where the saints can pray for her. And at that time of sharing this with the girl, the Lord delivered me because the person that had sexually molested me, they were dead and I had to forgive them from the grave. Now, the forgiveness wasn't for him, it was for me. And at that time, that's when God delivered me from that. And at that time, I was well in my late 30s. I was well in my, and I was, I was in my 30s at that time when the Lord delivered me from that. Wow, wow. Well, I can honestly say that I completely understand what you went through because I also experienced child molestation. Um, and I was also really young. I don't remember how old I was when it first happened to me, but I know I had to be about seven or eight years old. And um, it was one of my brothers, you know, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, you're scared, you feel like you can't mm -hmm. tell anyone, um, you feel right. trapped, you feel like um, sometimes, you know, like if it's happened to you over and over again, you just want it to be over with, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you feel like you can't tell anyone. You feel like you can't tell your mom, you can't tell your dad, you can't tell any of your siblings, you know? And, and a lot of times um, people that molest children, they do what they call grooming them. And what that is, is, you know, they, you know, try to buy them stuff, you know, give them gifts or, you know, try to, they isolate them. You know what I'm saying? You know, they they make them feel like they older than they are. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's a horrible, horrible experience. And like you said, a lot of times we don't even share with no one until we become adults. And it does affect our other relationships, our relationships mm -hmm. with our spouses or boyfriend or any yeah. other intimate partner that you have because and it, and it, it brings about like a post-traumatic stress upon you you know and a lot of times when you've been a victim of child molestation um you end up going through other sexual abuses like being raped or victimized you know by other 
other people, you know, so it's a horrible experience and, you know, it do make you suppress a lot of the old feelings and the things that happen to you, you know, and um, it's, it, it, it's really just a horrible experience to go through. And a lot of people think that, you know, like pedophiles, you know, are, you know, the ones that do perpetrate, you know, child molestation, you know, strangers or pedophiles. But most of the ch children that are molested, sexually molested, are people, you know, in their family or, you know, a friend or somebody, you know, like one of their neighbors that they, you know, the, the children trust, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll get you, you know, in a garage or somewhere isolated from other people and abuse you. And when you're so young as a child, you don't even understand what's happening to you. You know that it's uncomfortable, it feels uncomfortable, but because you're a child and you don't understand adult things, you just don't, you don't really realize the magnitude of what's being done to you until after it's been done to you over and over again. So, um, so how did you uh, begin to, um, you know, how did you, how was you able to tell, you know, like other people, were you able to tell, you know, any of your sisters or um, was you able to tell your mom or how, how, well, what, what happened? Well, I was, I wasn't able to tell my mother because my mother died when I was not very young, not too long after that. And mm -hmm. I, I wasn't able to tell my mother at all. And I, um, I, I, I did tell one of, I told one of my sisters and I, I shared with one of my, my great nieces, you know, and they're about the only ones in the family that know, but it was horrible because it, it did something in my heart because I hated him. You know, even mm -hmm. after he died, when they had his funeral, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't go to his funeral or anything, you know. And, and my mother was crying over him. And I was wondering, why is she crying over him? Well, at the time, I was so young, I didn't realize my mother, she didn't, she never knew. She never knew anything that had happened. And it was just really, really horrible. And what it did, it, it, it made you feel kind of worthless inside you just mm -hmm. it, it it does something in you if you, you just you know some of the things that I did growing up I, I really believe I did a lot of those things because of what happened to me because something was taken from me that I could never get back something was taken from me that you no one never asked me you know I, I didn't I, I, I didn't want that I, I didn't even understand it at all what was happening to me and it was really really hard and i I um I shared it with um my 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 daughters you know I shared it with my girls, and mm -hmm. I also I shared it with my husband. I was able to share that with my husband, you know, and that that was a blessing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is a blessing when you're able um to share because, you know, a lot of times we feel ashamed. We feel like it's our fault. Like I, it, it's my fault. I did something wrong. I did something, you know to make them do this to me. You know what I'm saying? And when you become, you know, like a teenager, a lot of times um, young girls and, and sometimes young boys, when they've been sexually molested or sexually abused, they tend to act out sexually. You know, you kind of have that 
feeling like I know I did. I had this feeling like, well, I'm just a piece of meat. So go ahead and do what you're going to do and get it over with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like you devalue yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you feel like that's the way other people view you as, you know, just a something, you know, a sexual you know, token, you know, for somebody to abuse me, you know, so you act out in that way because, you know, because you, you feel, you feel the shame, you feel this sense of shame. You feel like you kind of worthless in a way, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody don't really care about me for who I am. They just want something from me, you know? And like you said, a lot of times when you have gone through um, child molestation or sexual abuse, you end up being victimized, you know, as an adult, you know, you end up, you know, oftentimes being raped, you know, and things like that. You go through, um, you know, you know, some, some people get, have, you know, be gang, what we call gang raped, you know, by, you know, they're raped by several different, you know, people at a time or, you know, or, or they feel like um, they can't say no, you know, you know, they don't consent to uh, what's happening to them, but because you kind of build up in your mind that that's the way other people view you as this person to just take advantage of sexually, you almost give into that spirit, you know? And so, um, but it takes God to help us get through that kind of uh, abuse and, and, and help us to realize that we're worth more than that, you know, but a lot of times kids are afraid to tell their parents because they're afraid that their parents or someone that they love is going to blame them for, you know, what they're going through, but it's not the child's fault, you know, they don't understand, you know, and a lot of times, sometimes kids do tell their parents and their parents don't believe them, but parents need to believe their children when they tell them. Most of the times when children tell someone, an adult, that they're being sexually abused, they're not lying. And they need for an adult to believe in them. They need for an adult to trust that this child is telling them the truth, you know, because it's nothing worse than being victimized by somebody who abused you sexually and then to have your parent or, you know, your caretaker or guardian to not believe that you're going through what you're going through or it's your fault or you caused this to make this happen. That's the worst feeling because you feel victimized double time, you know? Um, so, I mean, I don't know, you know, um, have you ever experienced any other type of abuses after you had um, gone through um, child molestation or it was just yes, during the, I, as a yes. child. Mm -hmm. You mean have I ever, ever, you mean as a child or an adult? As you, as you got older, did you experience any yes. other? Yes, I did. I, I, mm -hmm. Yes, I did. You know, um, I, I, um, I experienced abuse. You know, mm -hmm. you know, as far as you know, um, being uh, abused. You know, by a male. You know, right, right, I experienced right. That being abused that way and. I experienced, you know, being um even being raped as you know, as an older, you know, woman. Right. And right. I just you know, you you just you you just feel 
it's, it's like this. You know, you, you teach your, you try to teach your daughters, because I, I have three daughters, so I teach my children, and mm-hmm. I teach them to, um, about their bodies, and, and, and I teach them, to, if, if something happens to you, you can come and talk to me. That's why it's so important for us to teach our children. But, you know, back, you know, years ago, parents didn't talk to their children about good touch and bad touch. You know, we were just a bunch of little victims running around there. Right. And, and, and so many things happened to me, you know, and I would, I would get beat, and I mean, I mean, I, I remember just getting beat in my head so bad one time to it felt like I could feel the blood just running through my head and just, just being abused and taken advantage of, you know, right. and, and just, just feeling worthless and like, you know, you, and, and you think about your, your body, the precious parts of your body, you know, a girl growing up in a version, you know, and that's taken away from you. And it's like, what else is left? You know, you feel and, like that because exactly. you feel like what else is left for you to take from me so you develop a I don't care attitude until mm-hmm. somebody comes along somebody come along and teach you your worth you have to know your worth because once you know your worth no one will no longer be able to teach you like treat you like you're worthless and that's what happened to me when the Lord saved me and he brought some older women into my life to teach me to know my worth right to know right. my worth you know, and, yeah. and, and that's that's the thing that really helped me. Right, right. You you're right, you know, um oftentimes, you know, that's really the only thing that, that help us is you know, is is God helping us. I know, um uh, you talk about you know, like for me, I suppressed a lot of what happened to me. Um, I didn't wanna talk about it, I didn't wanna think about it, I didn't wanna deal with it, and I didn't talk about it until I was probably about 25 I was married at that time um and I was separated I don't know if my brother remember um we discussed it at his house when I was um staying with him for a, a, a time and um we the discussion came up that my um someone my father knew about it or or had been told about it I'll say it like that and at that time, um, my dad was deceased and I was kind of angry, you know, with my father, you know, like from the grave, I'm like, y'all didn't protect me, but you know, God had to heal me and he had to reveal to me that I had resentment towards my mother, um, for what happened to me, because I remember one time as a child, we had a garage in our in our backyard. Our garage was detached from our house, and we had a three-car garage. And in the middle garage, we had a car that used to, you know, be in a car. And my brother, um, he, you know, took me in the back of the car and, you know, did some things to me or whatever. And it was hot. It was the summertime. I was sweating, you know, and I was kicking and screaming, you know, and my mother came out there and she was like, what, what, what's going on? You know? And she said, you, my mom used to always, I'm going to tell your dad, you know, whatever. But I don't know that my mother ever told my father. And I felt like nothing was done about it. So I was angry. I, I think I was angry and I suppressed it, but I didn't even realize that I had resentment towards my mother until, um, I went to a women's retreat and the women's retreat um, you know, we were talking about different subjects and things like that. And um, I went into the prayer room 
And I, you know, sometimes you just got to scream, you know, and it was like the Lord revealed to me that I had resentment towards my mom, you know, and I had to, um, you know, forgive my mother, you know, because, you know, I can't imagine how my mom would have felt. I can't imagine how I would have felt if I would have, you know, seen something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really, you know, blame, I'm not, I'm not blaming her. It's not her fault, but as a child. I felt like, you know, I didn't get the protection that I felt that I needed. So when he, my brother left and went in the military, I felt relieved. You know, I was like relieved, like it's over. You know what I'm saying? So that was like the relief I needed when he left. I was happy he left. And I hated when he came home, you know, but um, I mean, I was glad to see him because that was my brother. But at the same time, you know, he couldn't enough quick enough. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have to, um, God has to bring healing and restoration in our lives. And, and, and the one thing that helps us to get over it is, you know, people say that people that has been sexually abused tend to abuse other people, but that don't have to be so. You know, that's not something that I ever did. If anything, it made me more aware of, um, you know, of sexual abuse. And it made me be more, you know, like watchful, like concerning, like my granddaughters, you know, like I'm, I'm always watching. I'm more in tune to things um, because of what I went through. But, uh, but what we do have to do is that we have to forgive that person. You know, we really do. We have to forgive that person. And the forgiveness is not for that person. The forgiveness is for us so that we can be healed and we can go on. And, and we have to just know that it's, it's not our fault. It wasn't our fault, you know? So, um, you know, I just, I just um, um, you know, want anyone out there who has gone through something as horrible as child molestation, or they know someone who um, has been abused, you know, to know that it's not your fault, you know, and if, 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 if you know someone who's been abused, you know, to, to tell someone, you know, don't keep it a secret. That's what they want. They want you to keep it a secret. You know, it, even if it's an adult that's going through you know, rape or that kind of sexual abuse, tell somebody, you know, tell them, you know, you, you can, there's 1-800 numbers that we can call, you know, we can call a medical, medical, medical professional, um, you know, and, and, and see what help that we can get. A lot of times we need um, to go see a psychologist or psychiatrist. We need to go and talk to a counselor or somebody to help us get through the pain that we have experienced in our lives, you know, and we don't need to feel ashamed of what happened to us because it was not our fault. It wasn't our fault. So, um, anyway, so we're going to, um, go ahead and, um, and, 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 and wrap it up. But, um, I just want to, um, you know, I just want to uh, give out um, a, a number for anyone that has um, gone through um, sexual abuse um, or child molestation. 
um, you can call. There is a hotline. Oh, yeah, hotline. That number is um, 1-800-656-HOPE, and that's 4673. Again, that number is 800-656-4673, and you can contact, um, like I said, your local authorities or medical professional or, you know, even if you need to talk to a pastor or, um, you know, a counselor you know, to get the help you need so that you can um, get through, you know, the pain of having gone through uh, child molestation or sexual abuse because um, you can be healed. You know, God is in the healing business. He, he, he will heal us from whatever situation or circumstances that we have been through in our lives. And we don't need to suppress those old feelings um, because a lot of times it come up in other ways and it affects it affects you in your marriage or your relationship with your you know your spouse or you know your husband or your wife you know so we need to um, you know we need to get to get healing you know from that um, so I'm gonna give you an opportunity to give um, some closing remarks. Um, uh, Ms. Geraldine, and then we're going to go ahead and um, and wrap it up. I would like to say to anyone that has ever experienced what we have experienced, sexual abuse, any type of abuse, to realize and know this, it wasn't your fault, and you don't have to blame yourself, you don't have to live in guilt, but you can be delivered from it, but you have to tell someone. It's important. You have to talk to someone about it. You can't keep it to yourself. You can't keep pushing up underneath the rug because you won't get any help there. You must talk about it. That is, is healing. That's therapy when you talk about it. So the thing is this. Don't blame yourself. And remember, remember, if nothing else, never feel like that you're worthless. You're not worthless. The person that did what they did to you, they was the one worthless. So you remember that. So you always know your worth as a woman. And to know this right here, that there's nothing too hard for God, and God can heal your heart. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, uh, Geraldine. Um, I really enjoyed this discussion tonight. And um, I would love to have you on um some future podcasts, and um, I'm sure that you have some more wisdom to share with our listening audience. And thank you for listening to a Woman Broken, a Woman Heal podcast. Thank you, and good night. Good night.